Friday on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Could training camp start sooner than normal? And my experiences at Chavez Ravine. I'll talk about that on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. How are you guys doing on this Thursday? I know typically I haven't had shows on Thursday, but I wanted to take a day off, have a show on Thursday. That way you can listen to the podcast instead of watching politics all day. Yeah, it'll be one of those days. And I won't even be home on Thursday. So this is going to be recording late Wednesday slash early Thursday. But how's everyone doing? Uh, Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe if you have not already. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me at StimpyJD. And you can hear this show via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you hear your podcasts. All right, let's get right into this episode. I figure we're going to talk about some news first. And let's talk about the fact that training camp could start sooner for the Ducks. Why is that? Well, because they haven't played since March 11th. This is coming from a couple of sources, from uh, Pierre Lebrun being one of them, and this came out on Insider Training. So here's what it says. The seven teams excluded from the NHL's return to play postseason over the summer will get to hit the ice sooner to get back into the groove of things. That makes sense. The NHL and the Players Association have tentatively agreed to allow the Anaheim Ducks, Buffalo Sabres, Detroit Red Wings, LA Kings, New Jersey Devils, Ottawa Senators, and San Jose Sharks to get extra training time before regular training camps resume for all teams. And this is once again according to Pierre Lebrun. The club's general managers reportedly requested the extra training camp time in August. While the extension's details are still unknown, their proposal has reportedly requested a minimum of two additional weeks of camp. This makes a lot of sense, again, for the sole reason that these teams have not played in now seven months and two weeks. So because of that, I think it's very likely that this is going to be allowed. And this is also why the NHL will need a lot of leeway time in order to accommodate for those extra couple of weeks. It is October 22nd. We still don't have a definitive answer if the NHL is going to start indeed on January 1st. There's a lot of hurdles and obstacles that still need to be overcome in order for that date to be met. So this is still a soft opening day for me. I still don't know if that's going to happen or not. I'm more inclined to think that we're going to start in mid-January. But that's just the rumor mill. That mid-January seems a little bit more likely because of everything going on because of politics, because of pandemic, because of all this stuff. That's just what's likely going to happen. Here's what else. The NHL paused its season on March 13th due to the coronavirus pandemic. After the league agreed to a 24-team format to finish the campaign, it eliminated the bottom seven clubs, which I already mentioned. Players that participated in the return to play had the opportunity to join voluntary workouts and condensed training camps before games resumed. With the NHL aimed to begin the 21 season on January 1st, it could be nearly a full year between games for the teams that did not participate in their return to play. So if the date is indeed January 1st, it'll still be a while. But if it's rumored to be the more likely mid-January, that means that the Ducks will not have played competitive hockey for 10 months. I can't imagine a team not playing for 10 months. 
and a little bit of commentary here about this. Look, I know that we're in the middle of a pandemic and I know everybody's hurting right now as well as the people working at Honda Center. That means it will have been about 10 months since anyone at the Honda Center has worked a hockey game. And you got to think about those guys too. You have to think about the arena workers. You have to think about the concessions people, about the people running the team store, which is still open, by the way. The team store is open to limited capacity, open on very limited hours. So even if you're not seeing your ducks in action, you know, at least head over to the Ponda, at least go to the team store. If nothing else, visit them, you know, just send your well wishes. They're still trying to earn a paycheck somehow and they're working minimal hours they're at least getting some kind of pay and hopefully some people that are maybe visiting from out of town you know even if they can get one two or three sales every day that's fine at least they're making some kind of money and i gotta give it up to the sam willies for at least having the store open so fans can go inside and check things out you know you have equipment sales you know you buy stuff from that you have other sales going on. You could buy stuff from there too. You know, we have these great employees that are still working hard to make sure that the Ducks fans can at least have some joy in their life. And, you know, there is something to look forward to. I mean, the team is going to look better next season for what it's worth. You have the addition of Kevin Shattenkirk. That's going to be very exciting. You're going to have... This new guy named, I don't know, Trevor Zegris. I hear he's pretty good. That's a reason to be excited about the next season. You got some great draft picks that are going to be playing most likely at the World Junior Championships in December. So Ducks fans should have something to look forward to, especially compared to last season. Especially towards the end of last season, which got very sad once the news kind of came out. You know, this the Ducks need this. They, as a team... They need the extra training camp time. But because they need the extra two weeks, the NHL has to decide almost immediately if they're going to stick to that January 1st opening day. So that's my two cents on that. We'll see what happens. Before we head into the break, let's talk about rockauto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need. They have been family-owned and operated for over two decades. And they're very trustworthy, very reliable. So why go to a big box store? If you have the option and you don't need a car part at that minute, head over to rockauto.com. If you're looking to make some repairs that are much needed, go to rockauto.com. Why go to a big box store when you can get your parts for a third of the price, even half the price of normal retail rockauto.com has an extensive library of parts including parts for a toyota a chevy a rolls royce an aston martin if you're tamu solani so once again head over to rockauto.com and in the how did you hear about us box tell them that locked on sent you once again that's rockauto.com all the parts your car will ever need coming up after the first intermission Uh, We're going to talk about some baseball. Yeah, can you believe it? We're going to talk baseball, and we're also going to talk briefly about some prospects. Stay locked in. Welcome back. 
Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason, J.D. Hernandez. And okay, I lied before. I said we were going to talk about baseball first. I'm going to save that for the last segment of the day because this is a Ducks-centric podcast. This is not Locked On Dodgers, but if you want to listen to that, make sure to listen to Locked On Dodgers. Snydog was at the World Series so I'm sure Jeff Snyder will have some insider stuff at some point. All right. So the Ducks have a couple of pretty good prospects in the pipe right now. And one of those guys that I'm definitely going to talk about more in depth later is Lucas Dostal. Lucas is playing in the Finnish league right now. He is playing for the Tampiren Ilves or Ilves Tampere out in Finland. All right, that, that's kind of cool. Not going to lie. Their jerseys, they do look okay. I mean, they're green and yellow. They're green and yellow. The only reason I say that's cool, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the Mighty Ducks jersey. No, 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 no. Not the Anaheim Mighty Ducks jersey. I mean the OG Mighty Ducks jersey. You know, the Minnesota Ducks. The D5 Ducks from the movie. The Mighty Ducks. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lucas Dostal, so far this season has not looked too bad. In fact, he's looked pretty damn good. Once again, he's only 20 years old. He's 20, so he cannot play in the World Juniors this season. I know, what a shame. Uh, he is signed by the Ducks. He was a third-round pick in 2018. But at the time of the draft, he was the highest-rated European goalie, he dropped all the way to 85th. Wow, that's a, that was a big drop in that draft. So for him to go that low, I'm very surprised by that. So in in the Finnish Liga, that's what they call it, in five games so far, he's played 299 minutes. So he missed one minute, and that was in the third game of the season. He has allowed only seven goals in five games. So he has a 1.41 goals against. He's got a 4-1 record and a save percentage of 950. 950 save percentage. It's a small sample size, but that is still a very good sample size to have a save percentage that high. If you recall last season or sorry, last year, he played in the World Junior Championships for the Czech Republic and didn't do too bad. So yeah, he's he's very good, guys. He's still one of the top goalies. Um, even though I would say he, last year, his goals against was hovering around 900, but the Czech Republic didn't have a good defense. The year before, he had a save percentage above 920 in the 2019 World Junior Championships. Much better numbers. I'm not saying he's getting worse. I'm just saying... With a strong defense behind him, he's going to be great. But so far this season, he has been stellar. Stellar in Liga this season. And I am going to more I'm gonna go more depth into Lucas Dostal next week. I was going to go more in depth today. However, baseball happened, this other news happened, and they have a couple of games coming up this weekend. And in fact, I can actually pull up the schedule. For Liga, they have a couple of games coming up on the 23rd and the 24th, which is Friday and Saturday. 
So I think what I might do, I might talk about him for Saturday night. I'm not sure if I'm going to do that yet. I don't know what my Saturday night shows are going to be like. I typically don't decide until day of recording. So I could talk about Dostal because those games will be done by then. It's a Saturday game at 5 o'clock finish time. So they should be done Saturday morning. Yeah, I think I might do that. Yeah, we'll see. So that's what Saturday night is probably going to have. It's going to have an in-depth look at the prospects. And honestly, that'll be a fun one. That'll be fun. I cannot wait for Saturday night. And also, also, tomorrow is going to be a mailbag show. So immediately after this podcast gets uploaded, I'm going to open up the mailbag once again. It was open yesterday. I'm going to open it again today for more questions. So if you all have a question about prospects, which I have been doing my homework on, if you have a question on the draft, which no one has asked, so a draft question, free agent question, prospects question, and I do have sources that can answer questions for you. Or if you want to go off the board and ask a question about the Dodgers and the World Series or the Lakers or other sports, or if you have a question about jogging or running, feel free to ask me a question. The mailbag is open. You can email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. So yeah, just let me know. But a little bit more about Lucas Dostal before we head into the intermission. So he is probably the Ducks' best asset right now. And something else to keep in mind, that a lot of these young foreign goaltenders typically have a pretty decent career ahead of them, whether in the NHL or the AHL. Finland already has a high level when it comes to goaltenders. Uh, You could ask Kat Silverman this. I asked her about this recently. And she said, yeah, the goaltenders out there tend to be very strong. And Dostal is someone that she has been covering. So her and I talked about that briefly. And she likes his lateral movement. That's what she's most impressed about when it comes to Lucas Dostal. He's very mobile. He's very good with his left to right movement. His post to post is probably the strongest part of his game. So that is something to look forward to. Once again, he's got a pretty good body on him. He's pretty tall. As I mentioned, 6'1", about a buck 60-something. So he's pretty skinny for his height. But being 6'1", that's still a pretty decent height. At least he's not a 5'10 goal. He's 6'1", and I'm hearing possibly 6'2". Yeah, that's pretty good size for a goaltender. And one more thing I want to talk about before heading into the break is Lucas Dostal has a bit of a sense of humor about him. I don't want to say an attitude, but a sense of humor nonetheless. And I did see this from Kat Silverman's Twitter, and I thank her sincerely for this one because I was laughing my butt off for this one. So Lucas Dostal, on the only game that he lost earlier this season, yeah, he had a little bit of a funny moment. He had some, you know, pretty funny energy with some, you know, you crash my net, you stay there energy. So Dostal, he avoided an opponent who lost his edge and just barreled into the net. He barreled into the cage. Okay, that's fine. So there's a player in the cage. But then Dostal saw behind him that the player was still in the net after 10 seconds So he made it very difficult for him to get back into play. He made his life hard by saying, no, you're going to try to get out. I'm going to move to my left. 
he kept the player in net for about 20 seconds on this play, as it turns out. As the player was desperately trying to get out of the net, and Dostal is just keeping him in the net, saying, no, you can't get out, no, don't get, no, you stay in there, you stay in there. Um, you know what, if you haven't checked it out, Cat uh, Silverman, or Cat M. Silverman, it's an old post, but it's a very hilarious post, so maybe I'll throw up a link to that, just to have some fun with this. So, there you go, Lucas Dostal. We'll talk more about him in the future. But before we talk about the Dodgers, let's quickly talk about Built Go. Do you need to break through that wall? Well, I'm definitely going to try later today as I climb another mountain because I like doing that. And I don't want to stay home and not watch sports. It's Thursday. There's no baseball, no basketball, no hockey on. And who wants to watch that crappy Thursday night football matchup? So I'll be hiking up to the mountains today and I will be sure to bring my Built Go with me. Because it'll help me get over that hump of 8,500 feet and I'll be able to climb that mountain. How does Built Go work? It has plenty of good stuff, including beta alanine. It has plenty of great vitamins there. I think it has B6 and B12. Just a lot of great stuff in Built Go. They come in easy, one and a half ounce packages, and they come in three fantastic flavors peanut butter honey chocolate coconut and chocolate mint so be sure to go to builtgo.com use promo code locked and you'll get 20 percent off your next order built go also has collagen protein which is fast absorbing and gets into your system fast and collagen promotes joint soft tissue hair and skin health so this stuff literally makes you look better so once again go to BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED to get 20% off your next order. Built Go. Let's go into the second intermission. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. So this will be a quick segment since there is construction going on and I have a small window to record on. As I've mentioned, there is a lot of construction going on outside my door. It has been like this for the past couple of weeks and will likely continue for the next month or so, which will yield a special announcement, which I will give tomorrow. I'll give that tomorrow. But in the meantime, let's talk about, well, first off, this bit of news that took place maybe a few minutes ago. As I'm recording this, it's about 9 a.m., so there was another prospect that was supposed to play Sunsvik from this year's draft. He plays for Skelfti, and yeah, they're they're not going to play today. So today's game between Skelfti and Jurgarden, which if you are familiar, that is where Alexander Holtz plays, uh, that has been postponed until further notice, and I'm hearing November 16th due to positive tests on the Jurgarden team. Oh boy. Uh, This is why the Champions Hockey League has been canceled for the rest of the year. And now we're seeing this in Europe. We're seeing games getting canceled left and right. We're seeing positive COVID cases between players on several leagues in Europe. So hopefully this doesn't happen more often. But I'm just saying that is a thing that's occurring. So once again, uh, that game has been postponed for those of you following the prospects. Okay. So, 
on Tuesday, and this is why I didn't have a show on Wednesday, because I typically record at least at least one segment that night before uploading and try to record the rest of the morning. Sometimes it's all at night. It doesn't matter. So Tuesday night, I was a little bit busy. I was at Dodger Stadium since I'm a Dodger fan. Yes, I know Dodger fan, Ducks. There's a lot of Ducks and Dodgers fans out there. I hear you guys. I know who some of you are. You exist out there. So Tuesday night happened to be a night at Chavez Ravine. And just to talk for a hot minute about that, it is a pretty fun experience. It's not the same as being at the Dodgers game in Arlington. I'm sure fans are having fun out there. But that gets very pricey. In fact, tickets for the World Series have gone for as much as thousands of dollars. If you want a cheap ticket, they're like a few hundred bucks still, and they're way up there. And they're still pretty cheap seats. Then you have the plane to get out there. Then you have hotels to worry about. It would get very expensive very fast. So the best alternative is to go to Dodger Stadium itself. And you pay 75 bucks to park your car out there, watch the game on the giant screen, but at least you're around a plethora of other Dodger fans. And game one happened to be a fun one. Uh, Clayton Kershaw threw a gem. Six innings pitched, one run, eight strikeouts. Yeah, he looked really, really good. And Kershaw will get another opportunity to pitch, which as far as I know would be game five. So Kershaw kind of getting over that postseason, I guess, narrative that he chokes in the postseason. Yeah, that did not show up at all in game one. In fact, that was one of his better outings in the postseason ever. So whoever was saying that Clayton Kershaw cannot pitch in the playoffs, <laughs> think again. Y'all were wrong on that. So the Dodgers were up one nothing in that series. Mookie Betts had two stolen bases. Cody Bellinger hit a home run. It was all about the MVPs. Seager did well. Bellinger did well. Mookie Betts, Clayton Kershaw. That's what it was really all about. And then game two was about Blake Snell for the first half of the game. He had a no-hitter going. He looked really good. Tampa jumped out to a quick start and they didn't look back. They ended up winning game two. So now this series is tied one-to-one. They have an off day today, which is why I'm going to be off the grid today because there's no sports on and I don't want to watch politics. So yeah, no baseball today. It's an off day. Game three is Friday. Game four is Saturday night. Game five is Sunday. So it's going to at least go to a game five. If there's a game six, it'll be next Tuesday. If there's a game seven, oh boy, it'll be Wednesday, October 28th. So make sure to stay tuned to that. And check out Locked on Dodgers. Our colleagues over at Locked on Dodgers do a great job. They're super excited. If you're not a Dodger fan, you could listen to Locked on Rays and listen to Ulysses Zambrano. He's on Locked on Rays. He does a great job out there. So check that out. And once again, tomorrow is going to be a mailbag show. So send in your questions. I'll put out the tweet this morning. I'll put out another one tonight for a last call on questions. So get your questions in. And if you don't want to respond on Twitter, email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. And tell your Ducks friends to subscribe to the podcast either on Saturday or Monday. I'll have a more in-depth look at some of the prospects that are playing overseas currently with an emphasis on the goaltending prospect, Lucas Dostal. 
So thanks once again. You can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Follow me at StimpyJD. Follow the show at LO underscore Ducks. I'm going to climb a mountain, so I will say for Locked on Anaheim Ducks. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Climb that mountain. Stay safe out there, and Ducks fly together.